Doctor Who podcast. It's a bit stormy here on the mountain. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. <laughs> watching for the very first time. Very first well, time. Yeah, it's a bit windy on here. We're um, up up Peladon's mountain. There's a bit <laughs> of a storm happening. You just joined us a bit earlier than expected. So are you all right, Sarah? Mind the ledge. Mind the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if we just head along this ledge, okay? Okay. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay, there's a bit in here. We can get in here, okay? Yay. There we go. Okay, we're in. There we are. Oh, uh, look, things that I haven't seen on Earth. <laughs> yes. Right, here we are. Okay, this is the Citadel of Peladon, everyone. We're just... Um, I've set everything up here. It's just we, we just got caught up in that storm outside. Sightseeing. Yeah, well, yeah, there's not much to see, really. <laughs> but it gives me a chance to put some wind and storm sound effects on, so. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. Yes, we are on Peladon this week. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right, Sorry. okay, fine. I don't, but, um, I don't know where we're going. Yet. I don't know where we're going, I don't know. I don't know, what's up with us? What's up with us? What's up with you, Mark? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, well, um, last week we were talking about Day of the Daleks, weren't we? And you, we were also talking about going, well, I was going to go to Annika Wills's birthday Zoom. So I wanted to give you a bit of an update and the listeners a bit of an update on that event because, well, I haven't actually edited that one together yet, so I don't know how how much we're <laughs> how gonna much um, we uh, we're gonna we mentioned last week. I might have edited out the worst rants <laughs> about her, uh, but regular listeners will know Sarah's not a big fan of Polly slash Annika Wills. <laughs> They're one and the same. Um, <laughs> any views are Sarah's. Uh, this is all alleged. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just before we start. Okay, so it was going to be on the Thursday night, I think. Which was her birthday, you said, yeah. Birthday. Anyway, it got cancelled to the Sunday. Of course it did. <laughs> so I, said course. You, I said to you, I went, I bet it gets cancelled. I bet. She's like, sat there and she's like, oh, something's on TV tonight. I'll do it another night. I bet you that no, happens. Well, I don't know the reason. Anyway, so I went to it in the end on Sunday afternoon. like, And I have described a few moments to you already so it was pretty much what we expected there she was and there was lots of few people around the world asking questions back and forth I always find the zoom things a little bit awkward anyway actually I just find questions at conventions and things sometimes a little bit awkward anyway Mm. Um, but it was exactly as I don't think you would have liked it no I don't think I would have liked it either uh, because people are asking her you know various questions you get the, the usual question questions lots of people saying how much that they love her and Polly she was obviously loving that Uh, (laughs) she said she didn't like herself in any of the animations and that she complained to the producers Uh, she turned down some big finished scripts because she didn't like the how Polly was portrayed Um, I think she needs to look at that as in like why was Polly being portrayed like that? That's what I'm saying. So I, I really don't... I wish you were there, but I don't think you would have liked it. No, I don't think... And I'm really happy I wasn't there. Because the, like, four clips you showed me, I died in my seat. 
<laughs> yeah, I did sneakily get a few clips. You're not supposed to record it anyway, but um, <laughs> I just did it on my phone just to show you what it was like. And uh, her internet was a little bit sort of shaky as well at, at some points. So yeah. it was exactly as expected is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, and it was, but it was very entertaining. How many people were there? I was about 40. So a nice, easy 400 quid for Annika World for a birthday. Oh, my God, nice. we can't say this. I can't keep this in. <laughs> can't be haters. <laughs> How did it end, Mark? Everyone sang happy birthday to her. I knew that would happen. <laughs> I, was, I knew that would happen. I was like, oh, my God. It's not even um, a birthday anymore on Sunday. <laughs> but anyway, happy birthday, Annika Wills, from Too Watch Who. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to meet her at a convention. I really don't. But what if you meet Mark, her? I can't you actually cover think my she's face. Right. No, but I won't, just... Mark. I won't. Look, at, I mean, I don't think you knew you were choosing bad moments when recording. No, it's just the general bit, you know. Yeah. Questions. And I literally was like dying, and it wasn't the people; it was her. <laughs> like the people were lovely people who are fans, asking nice questions, happy to see someone they like. I mean, considering that she makes a lot of money out of the fandom. Hmm. she hasn't got a clue, <laughs> right? And that scares me, but also doesn't surprise me. Okay, there we go. Well, that's let's close the door on that chapter of Annika Wills <laughs> and Polly. <laughs> It'll probably come up again at some point. It always comes up. It was a fun, it was a fun hour and a half <laughs> of Annika. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's get on to uh, this week's story. Yeah. The Curse of Peladon. Yeah. Now, we watched this completely... Oh, no, we didn't. We just watched the last episode together. <laughs> Are you all right? I was... I Okay, I was going to say, because uh, we've always said, oh, we're really busy. We're not that busy, maybe. Do you know what? It's been a busy two months, and even though it's quieter, I feel like I'm still catching up from that busy. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's... I mean, we haven't really done the COVID update. Maybe it's coming out of... Well, not coming out of COVID, but do you know what I mean? Like, I've had four near cases of it. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I've had to take another... I went every week where I had to go and get another PCR because yeah. someone in you had it and somehow I didn't get it. I've been taking a lot of tests recently as well, so... I mean, yeah, I've, I've like, so many people have had it and I've somehow managed to avoid it every time. It's so funny. About If maybe, you go back, like, to this podcast a year I'm, ago... Maybe I'm invincible. <laughs> 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 like, some are really, like, some are like, I should have it. I spent yeah. a whole day in a room with someone who had it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it. Even like a year ago, we were like, oh, it's going to be over soon. Um, I know. But it's still sort of around, but maybe that's it. But things are still happening. Yeah. I don't know. Life is it's... adjusting. And well, we remember just... going back to the sensor rights when that first lockdown happened. Yeah. There was the sensor rights. Everyone, I know. And now we're on the Curse of Peladon. Like. The lockdown diaries. Of Doctor Who? The lockdown. Yeah, this is Doctor Who in lockdown, literally. So... But not lockdown. What's Doctor interesting, we are talking about Christmas. Like, we've literally just started talking about Christmas again. Yeah. And last Christmas, me and Mark, we spent it together. Yeah. Because we were locked down uh, in Wales. We couldn't go anywhere, we yeah. We couldn't go anywhere, so we were locked down in Wales, so we spent it together. And even hearing conversations now, people are like, what's going to happen at Christmas? And I'm making, like, two or three Christmas plans. Mm. Because, like, I don't know what's going... Like, you know, I'm like, plan A, plan B, plan C. That what sort of thing. Gonna, yeah. What is going to happen? And it's really weird that that's a thing, you know? Mm, we don't, we just still don't know. We no. still don't know. 
So there we go. Oh, well, there's cheery thought again. Right. Okay, let's get into the Curse of Belladon. I mean, oh. this, though, is the other topic of British conversation this episode. Because I said to you at the end, I was like, this episode is Brexit. That's funny. And listeners, so fans, if you say the Curse of Belladon, it's a highly regarded story. And it always seems to... Some, certain stories always have certain things linked to them. It just in as a quick reference to... A, and the Curse of Belladon is always... It's a political thing for the EU because on at the time it was when Britain in the 70s were talking about going into the yeah yeah become the EU yeah and everyone's like oh yeah, it's about that it's a uh, uh, what's that word allegory 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 I don't know allegory I'm gonna say allegory you know what I mean everyone <laughs> where it's compared to something allegory <laughs> allegory whatever I don't know allegory I can't, you keep saying the I same word, it. Mark. I don't I know. It, I'm not going to understand it. But anyway, it is an allegory. Um, where okay. it's, you know, you get that on. on yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain things, things, a lot yeah, of things yeah. like that. So that, the Curse of Peladon is always that. And I didn't tell Sarah that. I was going to. But then we were watching episode four, and you just turned to me and was like, it's Brexit. Just as Hepesh was dying, you looked around and was like, it's Brexit. <laughs> I thought it, like, episode one, I was like, this is like it was one person's like we need to join this we need to be part of the the bigger union and the other guy was like no we need to keep with our and I was like this is Brexit. It's like, funny because you can look at. They're the two of... biggest conversations in our like news ever is COVID and Brexit. So, so boring. I know. So boring. But it's funny how some yeah some stories have that and some people can I mean you could probably take every single Doctor Who story and add some political angle. We've talked a lot it. about COVID and Doctor. Well, yeah, or something. Because, in the news, I think but you relate it to what's happening with you now. You relate as well. it to the world, don't you? That's what you do with science fiction and television Absolutely. and stories and things. And it's funny how the Curse of Peladon was made back then, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's about going into the common market." Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna have. Carrot machines on the corner or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that was, a man, that was a man about the house joke. I'm sure she says something in Man About the House. <laughs> like, her mum comes to visit from, like, the countryside or something. She's like, oh, I just need to go out. And she's like, what, at this hour? She's like, I need to get some carrots. Where are you getting carrots at this hour? There's a machine on the corner. Something about ever since we joined the common market. Anyway... Um, <laughs> something like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> a carriage machine. Um, I've no idea I don't what you're talking what's going about. On anyway, Are you not, all right? I'm saying it's not just the curse of Peladon. <laughs> it was like obviously man about the house at the time. We're making jokes about so it. Just it come whatever's happening. It comes into the story, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm trying to be quite. You know, we don't usually go this deep on it. And we're right in there. Yeah. You're talking at like a million miles an hour and he's making me talk a million miles <laughs> oh, an hour. I'm like buzzing off your energy. I what had is... coffee this morning. You're literally <laughs> like 100 miles an hour. I can't keep up. Oh, sorry. When you come back to edit this, you're going to be like, whoa, I was talking fast. I was just being enthusiastic. I know, but like, and it's throwing me. <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Slow it's down fine. a little bit. Well, let's go through, let's go through then because I want to see what you think. Well, actually, <laughs> am I doing it again? Oh my god! Okay, sorry. Did you not hear yourself? No. You went. You went. You went. Okay, well, let's go through the story. Actually, let's. Maybe I should check my blood sugar. I think you should. I'm being serious. No, I think I'm all right. Are you sure? Can okay. you go and check your blood sugar for no, me? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. Okay. Um... <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, I'll slow down. 
Well, the first question that I wanted to ask you about this story, which I think everybody is going to be asking themselves at home as well. Right. The big question. What do you think of Alpha Centauri? Oh. Well, the green monster thing. Yeah. I mean, that was an experience. You know, we talk a lot about the voices, don't we, the creatures. That was a surprise. Well, I suppose Alpha Centauri is quite well-known and remembered for the look and the voice and everything. Does it come back? Well, I can't say. You told me before if a monster returns. You don't say when, but you said if it's ever returned. Oh, I don't know. I think that's a spoiler. Okay. That is a voice. What impression I did before? What are we going to do? (laughs) (laughs) As a member of the Preliminary Assessment Commission, I have great hopes that your planet will be acceptable as a candidate for the Galactic Federation. It's like you right now, so okay. Oh, my God. I don't know what's happened. You've calmed down, you've calmed down. Okay, I've calmed down. But if you listen to that early edit, I'm telling you now, you're going to be like, whoo, have I timed one, two, whatever? I don't know. Okay, well, let's go through the story then. So, Curse of Peladon is by Brian Hales. Yeah. Who wrote the cest... The cest... The... I can't. I was going to say just... toy maker then. No, don't say that, Mark. <laughs> and we're in space again. So, a nice change. I'm enjoying it. And... No is... unit. Well, no, not at all this time. Not... Because we had Day of the Daleks last time. Even when we were in Colony in Space, we had a bit of the Brigadier at the beginning and the end. This is completely... A space adventure. Mm. Is that the first one we've had with Joe completely? I mean, it depends, because if you count the one where the Brigadier was counting. I, I got slightly confused, actually, because they were in out in the TARDIS, and I was thinking, hang on, have we missed something where the Doctor's got everything fixed, but it turns out it's the Time Lord sending him again yeah, yeah. to Peladon. Which you don't find out till the end. No, so no, I you know about that. Fair enough, you're allowed to yeah. be confused. Yeah. But we see um, Castle Peladon and the TARDIS lands on the rocks. That's really cool model work. It looks really cool, I thought. Yeah. And Joe is all dressed up, ready for a night on the ta- night on the town with Mike Yates. Yeah. There you go. So there is a bit of a, a thing going on there. And, okay, let's do clothes watch. That dress. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look very 70s to me. Although, I mean... We're not supposed to know what era it is, are we, Mark? Well, no, I suppose not. But the hair and the dress, what would you say? Would you wear that on a night out with Mike Yates? (laughs) (laughs) That's a loaded question. Um, No? I think it's just, I don't know. I mean, the colour is very of the 70s. Maybe it is 70s, because they did... Who was it who used to wear, um, like, who used to look like a pirate? Bowie, didn't he? Oh, David Bowie, yeah. Yeah, and that's 70s, isn't it? Yeah. Her dress is very, like, py- like pink, but it's got, like, quite flamboyant sleeves and Victorian-esque, isn't it? So okay. maybe hmm. it fits that time. Okay, well, it's lucky that she's dressed like that. It well, is actually, very lucky. well, first off, it's not lucky because she's got to climb those rocks. I mean, in those something shoes. would have happened, surely. Because she goes, like, look, I'm a girl, I wear heels. You ain't climbing rocks in heels without, like, getting a heel stuck in a dress or scratching the bottom of it. Her outfit is fine. She is fine. There's not a hair out of place. We've just been on the rocks, haven't we, Mark? We have. (laughs) (laughs) My hair is not in place. (laughs) But they've got to climb. Like, that Citadel thing is really up high. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're climbing for a long time as well. Yeah. Even the Doctor's cape. 
blows over him and he's got to get it out of the way. And Yeah, it does look, it looks really good. I did sort of think when, so the door opens, mm. surely when the door opened, he could hear the wind. <laughs> well, there's that shot that's funny where the doctor comes out and then Joe's trying to come out and the TARDIS is rocking back and forth and yeah. she's got to like jump out of the TARDIS. Surely, when those doors opened, he was like, oh, no, shut them. Yeah, I don't know. They just go straight out, don't they? He, he, and, and very handily, he steps out and then just happens to step to the side onto a little ledge. That was quite handy, wasn't well, it? Well, and then the TARDIS does go flying down. Mm. We lose the TARDIS, so... Yeah. That's quite, it's quite an exciting opening. And we see King Peladon and there's the delegates, so that's all set up. Yeah. Delegates, when you say delegates, I always think that the Daleks master plan. These aren't as good delegates, are we? I mean, we talked about Alpha Centauri. We've got Arturus, who's that machine thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're we... not as good. And there's not as many. I said to you, like, what is it? It's supposed to be an intergalactic federation and there's... Like five. F- five of them. There was more when we had the top. There was like ten of them, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, not as interesting. Everyone's a bit green. We've got the Ice Warriors in colour. I thought Was it nice green. to see them again? No. Because <laughs> they're annoying. But they didn't annoy me this time. Well, they're not as part... They're not the villains of the piece. They're good this time. They have good pace as well this time. Which, considering that they're used to cold environments, they're doing pretty well in this environment. Like... Well, you've got the leader one, the Ice Lord, who does all yeah. the talking, and then the other Ice Warriors that we're used to yeah. are just sort of background guards. So they've made that decision to have the one that can speak a bit more properly with his mouth to be the main one. This incident could well mean a threat to us and to the Federation. But what do you think of them being good? Yeah, like, I think it's good because it shows development. It shows, like... And surely, you hope, in life and society, that that's how, you know, you don't just be one thing and that's what you are forever, unless you're a Dalek, apparently. Well, yeah, you wouldn't have the Daleks turning up as good delegates. Um, But, yeah, the whole race is supposed to have changed and developed with a different time. Yeah, Uh, and I quite like that. Yeah, it is good use of them, and it... Because if they just turned up again, exactly the same. I mean, it looks like the same costumes that they had in black. It wouldn't have it been as It probably saves them a costume. I reckon exactly. they wrote them in because it saves them budget because they already had the costume. They probably spent so much on, what was it? Alpha Centauri. Alpha Centauri that, like, they've run out of budget and they're like, everything else has to be really simple. Mm. Because that square thing reminded me of the very first colour episode. And it was, do you remember, it was, but it was tentacles in a square thing. So the nesting consciousness and a Taurus, you're linking there. Yeah. Okay. As in like the square thing. Yeah, like with a box. A, yeah. A box on wheels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, kind of. Okay. It reminded me of something, but I can't think what. Um, it's, it looks more like a 60s monster, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It felt 60s. Yeah. It's a 60s thing. It's probably bits of 60s monster that they put together. Their head reminded me of one of the delegates. Yeah, that was more delicate. But obviously you've got to have, like the delegates, some, they all have to look different, sound different, yeah. be of their own thing. And we, it's a bit, it's a story with lots of monsters in. We haven't had that for such a long time. So, it's yeah, it feels a bit fresher. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and King Peladon, Patrick Troughton's son, which you told me yeah. before I told you. Yeah, he's in the credits. He's in the credits. It's a true fact. We're not having an Errol Flynn moment here. <laughs> <laughs> He is actually Patrick Trouton's son. 
100% fact. <laughs> We're not going to have a whole podcast about going, Alvin's son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well, close watch number two already. Everybody on Peladon wears a lot of purple. It's the colour of royalty, Mark. Well, it is, yes. And uh, King Peladon has almost a shorter outfit as Altos. He's I know, he is Altos, rivaling Altos there. I, like, so I, think, I watched this with my mum. Shout think, out, yeah. mum. And even she was like, that short. <laughs> I think Altos is shorter, though. In yeah, the, in Altos the, is not, like, Altos has a longer cloak, but it's like nothing. This, I feel, I They're thought like this was a skirt. Boots. It's like, yeah, skirt, but the boots are quite high, aren't they? So the leg is like about, yeah. his leg showing. But This felt like a skirt, but they've put shorts underneath. It was a skirt. Mm. Right, skirts on Peladon. Yeah, it felt like it was probably a skirt, because I don't think they would have put a man in a skirt. No. Regardless, this is the BBC in the 70s. So I reckon it was a skirt. <laughs> okay. Or a ch- sort of tunic thing. Yeah, it's an interesting decision. It's short. Well, actually, no, hang on. They had Altos in the first series, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but we were in black and white then. You couldn't see as much. <laughs> we're in colour now. Um, and you've got all this galactic... Can't have the crown jewels out, Mark. Right, no. Well, I was going to say, it's like an episode of The Crown at the beginning. So you've got... King Peladon and his both his advisors. Yeah. Advi- first advisor gets killed, and then you've got Hepesh, the other advisor, and you get this sort of backstory of his life a little bit. But it is—it's like the Peladon, the Crown moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'd watch that. Imagine. <laughs> Please, I don't want to. Well, actually, there is an audio spin-off coming out this year, next year, of Peladon and King Peladon, of literally Peladon the series. So oh that might God. be quite interesting. Okay, we'll add it to the list. The long, <laughs> long list. Are of you, Sarah going, sure. Were you sort of following the story and the setup of it all right? Yeah. I think there's only one bit that I can't even remember which bit it was now that I had to just double check myself on. And it's because my mum called me away for something. So, but okay. I followed the story fine. So you've got all the, there's a, basically the conference is going on. Are we going to join the EU or not? And here they are, and they're meeting on Peladon. And then the Doctor and Joe are bringing are brought into the story, uh, pretending to be the Earth delegates, and it's Princess Joe, which yeah. is quite nice. This is a good story for Joe. It's a great story for Joe. I feel like she. This is the most she's done, considering yeah. like last week in Day of the Daleks, she didn't really yeah. do very much, but she gets proper stuck in here. Obviously, there's a bit of a thing with King Peladon, which we'll talk about, but she gets involved in the politics. Like, considering she's only been on that planet for a few hours... Yeah, and She's and telling even people just, what to do. Even dealing with the whole, like, climbing up a mountain yeah. thing. She's much... Compared to, like, when she was first out in space, she's a lot more, like, settled into, like, what happens when we're suddenly stuck out here. Yeah, but even, like, last week when she was having some grapes with the controller, <laughs> like, and he, she was believing everything that he said... Yeah. In this, she's questioning stuff. She's, hang on, whose side are you on? You need to do the telling the king to do stuff. Yeah. The doctor's letting her take a conference meeting later on. and so, Like, she really is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think it's really good for Joe. So, yeah, I really like her in this. Completely different Joe to when she started. Oh, yeah, definitely. In episode one, the statue falls down. There's something going on. So this is also known as a bit of a whodunit in space in a way. Well, it starts off in that way. Yeah. Because you've got the different delegates and you've got, okay, someone is trying to sabotage. And obviously the Doctor is thinking it's the Ice Warriors straight away. And maybe the viewer is supposed to think it's the Ice Warriors I think well. so. I didn't think it was the Ice Warriors, 
but I knew it was some, I mean, look, it's got all the, it's got the camera pan on him and stuff. I knew it was going to be that other advisor, the bad one. The machine one? No, 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 that was a surprise. Oh, Hepesh behind Hepesh, it. Right, yeah. yeah. I knew it was going to be him in some way. I mean, it's it doesn't help that, like, you can even see the guards going up to help drop, like, it. it's all set up for it to be him. I did get a little bit confused later when they were explaining and how they summed it up so quickly how the box was involved. Um, the delegate guy. Yeah. Well, because he has, he's, it's very obvious because he's like, oh, I can, I can defend myself. I've got this laser beam. Yeah. And then they find him sabotage, like someone's taken out his circuit, which is placed in the Ice Warriors room to make them look bad. But his Hepesh was in on it with yeah. Boxman. <laughs> Boxman. I think they were in on it together. Yeah, so they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just they summarise that. Oh, something that whole about thing. the the union. They've the already planets. made a plan. Like, how have they yeah. decided that? I mean, bear in mind that he didn't want to be part of the single market. Mm. Why did they know that he had made his own deal with Boxman? Well, I, no, I don't know. It's they said the that mining, they said, wasn't it? Yeah, he said that that Box Planet doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Box. Box Planet doesn't have minerals. Right. Um, and this planet does. So H had decided he'd made a deal behind their backs right. with Boxman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Boxman and Hepesh. Yeah. Um, Arturus and Hepesh were going <laughs> to do like mining stuff, but they don't want to be part of the EU. Yeah. With the Earth, and they don't want Peladon. They want Peladon to be independent. He wants Peladon. H wants Peladon to be independent yeah. and to sell minerals to Box Planet yeah. but not be part of the EU and to do their own trade deals rather than be this thing. Yeah, okay, there we go. And then they can keep all their old laws and they don't have to follow yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's like real life. <laughs> I know. And then Hepish gets on It's nerves. funny, isn't it? That just shows that history never goes away. It just repeats itself, yeah. That is proof right there. Yeah, exactly. And if you go what, back, you could call fifty like, years, seventies, eight, nineties, no, well, fifty years yeah, later, yeah. we are still having that conversation. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go back, it's happened in the censor rights was like that, wasn't it? Leader yeah. one wanting to, we not going to, yeah, you know, it always happens. Yeah, um, Hepesh annoyed me. He's a bit because he's like the high priest and the superstitions. It was a bit Aztecy in a it way. It was very Aztecy. Yeah, reminded me of that. And I don't always like. It also that reminded me. Of which was the one with the mermaid with the mer people? Underwater menace. Yeah, and they had a priest. Oh, they had a priest, Cyril. Yeah, Cyril. Yeah, <laughs> the priest reminded me of that in a way. I also didn't understand about. There's many a high priest in Doctor Who. <laughs> I didn't understand about the fact. It felt like there was a lot of different tales being said, like full tales that didn't really go anywhere or it would change. So one example being the hidden passages, right, mm. that apparently the king doesn't know about and they don't exist. And he's like, you shouldn't be going in those in those grounds anyway. And I kind of wanted them to go and search and see. And then but it was like a whole argument of like, they do it, like they're a thing. And I kind of wanted it to go somewhere, not just a doctor knowing about them, but to have some sort of development in that. And it didn't, but they had a whole argument about it. And it became this whole thing around why the Doctor was going to be killed. Well, but... they were down there, 
uh, because the Doctor found the sacred room or whatever. Yeah. But was it Hepesh not intentionally not telling the king? He's the high priest. I know about this. This is my area. The king doesn't need to. I'm controlling the king yeah, through yeah. me. Which is what I think about the royal family at the moment in England. Oh. Because, you know... We're so political today. I know. Well, it's funny because you can't help think about it because I love the royal family. Just the same. <laughs> like, don't switch off everyone. <laughs> oh, the queen. Love oh, the I queen. know. The queen's not well at the moment. I know. As we are recording, she had to cancel Ireland. So I know. I know. Um, I do listen to a... Just a shout out to a royal podcast I listen to called Royally Obsessed. I listen to it every week. You get all the news. <laughs> Every Tuesday of what they're all doing, oh what Kate and William are doing, what Harry and Meghan are doing, and all like what's coming up in their schedules. But when anything happens, that's like... how you know everything, isn't it? <laughs> whenever I, whenever I think like I'm telling Martin, oh, did you the Queen's Queen? He's like, yeah, no, <laughs> that makes sense. But I'm just trying to think of things. Oh, there was something, some not a scandal. I'm not thinking of Prince Andrew. I'm thinking of something else. Something, okay, like the Harry and Meghan thing and everything. It's not, obviously there's stuff going on, but it's not the Queen or I don't think it's the main people or William or Kate or anything. No, no. It's There's a whole team of people that are running the royal family. Yeah, yeah. They are just the faces of it. And it's just like this, that's King Peladon and Hepesh is doing all the calculations and the deals and making those decisions. And I feel sorry for the Queen and King Peladon (laughs) <laughs> that sorry, you know, our queen, you mean our queen and, and King, King Peladon. Well, they're the same thing. I'm doing a comparison. Okay, sorry. Um, I, I thought Jim is a character. But, then. You know, with the Harry and Meghan thing and the Oprah interview and stuff, it's all the Hepeshes back there that yeah. are saying this stuff and doing this stuff. And I don't know why. I'm I'm just speculating. Obviously, I I don't know why that that interview didn't go down too well. And Harry and Meghan's popularity have gone down quite a lot. I don't yeah. think they should have done that. But I think they should have been clearer. And I think they know that it's not the Queen saying this or making these decisions. I think they she's been very that. generous to, to them. That. And the senior royals, the, uh, yeah. senior royals, it's all the Hepeshes that are out there. There's a whole army of Hepeshes behind Buckingham Palace. and Well, there are, aren't yeah, they? And are. they're the ones that need to be sorted out. But they're the ones that investigate themselves, I suppose. So you end yeah. up with... All these issues and things. But it's exactly like that. So that's why I was like, it's the crown. It's the same. It's that kind of thing. Um, Okay, King Peladon and Joe. What do you think of that relationship? I'm not even a real princess. That doesn't matter. Oh, Peladon. I'm very, very fond of you. But I can't stay. Really. Let's go right to the end. I genuinely thought she might stay. Yeah, I mean... I thought, it's, I mean, it's happened before. It's a very slow ending, isn't it? Because everything's wrapped up and then you've got time yeah. to chat about it at the end. And it's not the first time it's come up. No. So, you know, it, the seeds were being sowed. The only thing that made me think it wasn't is because we were, like, mid-season. Like, it's the start of a season, aren't we? When. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was. I didn't want to say anything just in case. I thought you would think that because, yeah, because their relationship very early on. What does he say? He says something like that. I don't know. He just like fancies her straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he asks her to marry him straight away, and she's like, and then because she says like, are the two not like your kindness, but your? And he's like, no, they have to be separate. That reminded me of the Crown. 
Yes, exactly. Oh yeah. My gosh, so much crown. Yeah, like the the personal life and the duty. Yeah. And it's good that this story's got time for that to have those scenes because yeah. a lot of the time you don't get that. No, no. Like this has really good pace. This story. Look, I could find many, many faults with it. Like mm. I was like, why is Earth of all of them in this? federation when it seems so far away from the rest of them i have so many like so many queries like that but i put them aside (laughs) because actually the pace of it's really good we do get some nice fun characters i followed the story and there was enough to keep me going has joe taken over from barbara as the the love interest traveling around because i've made a list so there's joe and yates yeah. We should keep a tally. I put Joe and Bill Filer. Maybe that was just me. I think that's uh, just you. And then Joe and King Peladon. Let's keep a tally and let's just see. She might take over I'll Barbara's record. Two. I'm going to give you two there, not three. Okay, Yates and King but Peladon so Barbara far. Barbara was every story and they were deeply in love. Every story, they were in love with her as much as King Peladon is in this. Yeah. But that was in every story with Barbara. Well, if Barbara was here, that would that would be her situation, wouldn't it? Of course it would. I could see Barbara doing this on Peladon. I could, yeah. I can imagine like Doctor walking out and being like Princess Barbara. Mm. And with Joe as well, Joe versus the Ice Warrior. There's some scenes there yeah. where she sneaks into the room to find the thing, and then the Ice Warrior grabs her and she's shouting at him and stuff. Compare that to Victoria and an Ice Warrior. Oh my god, no! Big changes have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's really good. She's really good in this. Like, I really liked Joe in this. Mm. I really did. And then the Doctor, he gets his combat moments. He gets his shouting political things moments and taking control of the room. I think it's a good story for him as well. I think it's a good story for all of them. Oh, the Doctor sings to Agador. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Agador, right, I felt him coming in at the end was a bit of a disappointment. Again, I'm picking holes here because I can, because we're going deep. Well, it's killing people. You don't see it because it kills, what's his name, right at the beginning, doesn't it? And you see and but people he seemed react. Like he was just as, he, all it did was the same as what it did to, it was almost like a fear sort of swipe. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a mix wild... of like fear and shock. And So what it is, it's a wild animal that lives out on the mountains. Yeah. We've avoided them today, thankfully. <laughs> um, but then obviously back then, it's this planet has a lot of history. So you've got the statue of it. Yeah. And they worshipped it as, I don't know, what's the equivalent that we've got of Agador? I don't know. The devil, I suppose. So I, I, I just wish, maybe running up to it, there'd have been more thing of like, it doesn't exist. It doesn't, like more of that. So when he walked in with it, it would have been more like, oh, like, it's real. I don't know. I felt all... I can't explain it. Maybe there needed to be more about the fact that people had been seeing it and he kept that... Hepesh kept saying, like, no, it's just in your imagination. And then when it comes, he has to try and explain why it exists. I just felt that, like, there was something there. It just didn't quite... the. The jigsaw was complete, but the piece just needed to be trimmed to <laughs> well, fit in the we hole. Well, but you only see the throne room and some corridors. You don't see the wider Peladon world. No. no. That's the problem for me. So if you had, like, I don't know, a market, a yeah. good market scene in these stories usually, yeah. have, and people talking about it or they're suspicious or they uh, superstitious yeah, even. Yeah. They've got like Peladon toys or something. You know, that kind of thing. You yeah. get that kind of thing in Doctor Who stories. If there was a bit of a crowd or like the common people 
and they were having, I don't know, a ceremony or something, or, you know, something like that, which added to the world of it. I think that's what it is. You miss that. You've literally got the king, Hepesh, and guards. That yeah. is Peladon. But the Peladon doesn't add anything to the story, really. But you don't get the feel, like you're saying, yeah, yeah. of Agador as this. You don't get the scale of what Agador is. I said Hepesh, to the world. didn't I? Yeah, and it's Hepesh. No, no, no. Oh. I meant Agador. Agador, yeah, yeah. No, I well. Sorry, yeah. and I said Hepesh. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> they know what you mean. Question <laughs> <laughs> it sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what I mean. I think it's the scale of it, though. Maybe that's what it is. The Doctor bringing a wild beast into the throne room, I don't know what it was to achieve. Well, to kill Hepesh, basically. That was it. <laughs> that was it. But like, into, like but then by prove, showing it, what would but it... But then to prove that it's not a superstition, because the whole thing Hepesh is saying, we shouldn't join the EU, otherwise Agador's going to come and get you. The spirit of Agador's going to come and get you. I was enjoying more, I think, then, the story of like him becoming a king. Mm, yeah, I like that side of it. Like, it was about him learning who he is as a king and these, these old rules that they've known, but he wants to become a kind... Like, he wants his society to be a kinder place. And that sort of idea of this old, which is what Hepesh talked about, Agador was just like a side thing in it. that I just kept... You know, it was just an excuse to get the Doctor to do some singing. <laughs> some lullabies. Yeah, I suppose so. But the Doctor also... Gets to fight quite a lot. And we mm. see Stunt Doctor. Stunt Doctor. I saw Stunt Doctor. In fact, so again, watching with Mum. And I was like, Stunt Doctor, Real Doctor. Stunt Doctor, Stunt Doctor, Real Doctor, Stunt Doctor. Yeah, yeah you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. But I think John, but I think John Pertwee loves a fight and a gadget. Yeah. That is what he would do. And if he was like, if he was around now, I think you could swap out Tom Cruise from any film and put John Pertwee in. Oh, he yeah. He, that's what John Pertwee would be doing nowadays. He probably he thought in Doctor Who he would be doing more of that. Yeah, like he's loving that. Like, yeah. name a Tom Cruise film. I don't know, Mission Impossible. Yeah. John Pertwee's up there in the helicopter doing that. Um, <laughs> Top Gun, John Pertwee's in that plane. <laughs> like, just everybody in your mind. Just Cocktail? Swap Cocktail. What is he doing that? He makes oh cocktails. Makes cocktails. <laughs> John Pertwee's doing that. He's loving it. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Maguire, John Pertwee's in that. <laughs> Just any film you can swap out. Tom yeah. Cruise and John Pertwee, no problem. Uh, <laughs> cocktail. I'm not seeing cocktail. <laughs> makes cocktails. <laughs> I've not seen it. I just know he makes cocktails. Oh my god, John Pertwee makes a Terry Nation cocktail in cocktail the remake. <laughs> Made how many years ago? <laughs> Before cocktail, Before. which means Tom Cruise's is the new cocktail. What? <laughs> well, he's not making. He. I mean, when did he die? Who? Tom Pertwee. Oh, Ninety-six. Right. So I think Cocktail was out by then, but he would have been a quite an oldish man, wouldn't he? Mm, yeah. So he had to have made it before the original Cocktail. Okay. And therefore Tom Cruise's Cocktail is a remake of John Pertwee's oh, Cocktail. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was very confusing, but... That's okay, so let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else is there to say, really? I mean, we've said about the Federation it's stuff. It's only four episodes. And it's good. It's four episodes. Yeah. No... No two issues there. Um, jo didn't stay. She left. I enjoyed the Queen Victoria at the end. Well, the real Earth delegate, yes. Yeah. I said, is she supposed to look like Queen Victoria after they've just been talking about going to Queen Victoria's ceremony? <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, 
I think it's as, this is a good Brian Hales script because before I said didn't like Brian Hales because of Celestial Toymaker, Seeds of Death. Oh, yeah. And all of that. This is so good. This is a good one for him. Yeah, it's nice. And we got to meet Centipede. <laughs> Alpha Centauri. <laughs> Centipede. We will not join the Galactic Federation. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully we'll see Alpha Centauri again. Maybe. <laughs> And so do you want us to stay out in space? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're enjoying the series so far? Yeah, yeah. I am. Good, 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 good. No, it's good. The, like, I'm enjoying this series. I'm enjoying... I feel like if we did have an Earth episode, because we've had other variety, it's mixed it up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I didn't mind, because a lot of the time I don't tend to like the sort of medieval style corridors, throne rooms, yeah. lanterns, tunnels, high priesty things. Sometimes yeah. you're a bit like, but actually, because we haven't had that for a while, it's, it it's was quite nice. nice. Yeah, you yeah. had that every week, yeah. again, you'd be like, oh, you know, you don't want the Aztecs every week, although it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, the next story is called... Can I just say, before you say that, I'm really glad that we managed to get Keys of Marinus into this. Oh, we did, Altos, yeah, every time. <laughs> every time. Not every time, but... Well, this I'd say was more good, relevant like, this time. Yeah, I'd say a good 80% of the time we do. <laughs> uh, it's not next... too much who about yeah. Pisa Marinus. <laughs> so the next story is called The Sea Devils. Mm. And it's okay. six. Okay. Oh, God, okay. I, 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 I genuinely don't know what to expect. I'm guessing it'll be at sea. I really hope it's not like that of a sea one. Underwater menace. Yeah. <laughs> there. That's, that's okay. My fine. Hope. I thought you liked the underwater menace. It was hard to watch. That was six as well. No, it wasn't. It was four. Professor Zaroff. Was that the one with the foam? No, I'm no, thinking you're of... thinking of Fury from the Deep. There we are. Oh, I'm thinking of Fury okay. from the Fury Deep. Yeah, that's more sea than underwater menace. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be more like that. Okay. Uh, and that was hard to watch. I thought you liked that. I did, but it was hard. Okay. And that was six, wasn't it? Yeah. I got it, Mark. I got it. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, oh, we better head off, actually, because I think the Real Earth delegates are just around the corner. We better go <laughs> before the Real Earth podcasters <laughs> have just arrived. Not as phonies. <laughs> so we better go. Um, Nine series we'll, in. Yeah. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Watch Who? <laughs> I like saying it like that. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's happened. I'll, I'll be all right next week. You say that all the time, love. You're it's just a excited. If I have a coffee in the morning, it hits now, like, seven <laughs> hours later. It really does. That's what it is. That's I genuinely think that's what it is. We're going to test your bloods. Okay, right, we're going to test my bloods. <laughs> Get Afros and right to test my bloods. And I'll yeah. see you. I'll see you. We'll see you. I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see I've you. been ditched. <laughs> Mark's leaving me here. Oh, right, okay. Bloody hell, what a um, nightmare. We will see you next week for the Sea Devils. See you there. Bye. Two. Watch who?